0: Friday, Friday, on my day. Hallelujah, hallelujah, it's Friday The weekend's here and we'll have a kid of me. We'll relax, hallelujah, hallelujah, and take off our slags, hallelujah, hallelujah. It's in a rubber house in a rotten way,
1: Hallelujah. What
2: is that, Leo? Twelve hands in a
1: row, Dukes, You son of a bitch. Nobody's
2: that lucky. Now here's your host, the big silly, Chad Dukes, Charlie Hotel, Alpha Delta. Yeah, Duke's, dig it. There before the
1: grace of God, Duke.
2: Hey there, boy! It's your pal Jimmy J. I got another free Friday episode of the Chad Duke Show for you. Just another stellar week of shows. The Chad Duke Show, the Chad Duke's YouTube page. There is content galore for everybody. We had a bit of a normal schedule though this week because uh, Tor was able to record with Dukes during the day, so we got a 2 p.m. release of Monday's show. The fellas opened the show with a discussion about on versus on. Yeah, that's a problem. My apologies. I'll try not to say it. They give the full preview of the upcoming SWORD show that is later tonight, which will be on Facebook and YouTube. Dukes takes a moment to celebrate the signing of DeAndre Hopkins with the Tennessee Titans. And there's a bit of a creepy move that was pulled on Gigantor by a listener. So damn entertaining. But right at the beginning of the show, we discussed what was last weekend when we had a little group of us come in and try to figure out what can we do to make these hoot nannies go to Facebook and YouTube? Well, we figured it out, but in the midst of figuring it out, we caused a little bit of frustration. Friendos, head over to The Chad Duke Show on YouTube to get more great shows and segments
3: of The Chad Duke Show and solid dudes with Chad Dukes. That's youtube.com slash Show, and make sure to like and subscribe. I am joined by my...
0: Uh, producer and, of course, uh, spokesmodel Gigantor is with us here live and in person. You guys only know him from the internet, taking off his pants and <laughs> modeling shirts and such. But I get to see him live in person wearing another drab t-shirt as his metamorphosis into drab t-shirt gets closer and closer. Hello, Tor. How are you, bud?
3: As long as my metafor- metamorphosis doesn't turn me into Josh Soroka, uh, Drunk Dirk, or Jim Jester saying on oh uh,
0: my god I forgot all about that it was a
3: parade on Sunday why
0: weren't we taping that why didn't we run tape on that shit
3: toggle on
0: I, they must have said on so we're tor- <laughs> Dirk's from here by the way he's yeah. from Northern Virginia I don't know where it comes from at one point he said it's just easier to say on than it is to say on and I said no it isn't Dirk they're both one syllable you fucking maniac And then is like angrily defiant about it because he's fucking the Baron of Baltimore. So
3: he's like, how many times did they say toggle it on? There's got to be another word. Switch it. There's got to be another term than on for those three to be able to say.
0: Holy shit. So we're up here in the studio on Sunday. The boys all were generous enough to sacrifice some of their time because we wanted to make some updates and we want to be able to stream on Facebook and on YouTube for the hootenannies and um you know we're still dealing with I, I don't like to kick dirt on him because whatever but Hurricane Oscar when it comes to the way she is set up up here at years later it's still like what, okay what how does this work so we're having to like try to streamline the process and uh we want to still use the cameras that we have because they're much better than any cameras that we're just going to go out and buy at Micro Center or whatever the fuck Joe used to work. Um, So the boys are downloading programs and trying to figure out how to push the stream into different areas. And because of that, there are three (coughs) sitting around saying on just non stop. It's Jester. It's Josh over the fucking blower. And it's Dirk. And at one point, Tor and I just look at each other, and, and they must have been saying it every third word at one point during that whole back and forth of trying to get that
3: video up and running. It was a festival, and it felt like they were pushing it in our faces that we say on and not on. I just couldn't believe it. And these are all like, well, Jen's not smart,
0: but the other two guys are smart guys. Yeah. And I'm like, you got to know that one way is the right way to say it and one way isn't. And I, and I had to assume that we were just being made fun of, that they knew that we were over there just baffled at what was being Said, and then I think Jim at one point said water, like water, and I, and Ugh. then and then Jim was just clawing. When Jim gets nervous, he claw is just constantly. And I'm like Jim, it's just say okay, it's not that hard. you're gonna go mukka mukka. He says m u h k a h mukka mukka. How many times did he say to, jo- to Josh I,
3: I Yeah, that, and then he does the. uh I like the the one quick move he makes with his right hand where he just jets back and forth yeah, from he, the iPad to whatever he's going He knocks over. something over yeah, and yeah.
0: knocks us offline. And then he's like, I think Jim's got a little ownership over the, like the iPad and the cameras because that's his his fiefdom. And one of the things that I was desperately trying to get out of, Jim's really the only one that knows how to run the cameras, and I can't run a business that way. So like, I'm trying to get it to a setup where it's like, hey, can anyone just sit down and fire up this thing and switch between cameras? And I think I don't want to accuse him of this fully. He might have been trying to sabotage that. So he's muck and fucking, yeah. and then Dirk's like trying to help him, and Jim's getting hostile. Did you notice that part of it, too? Like, Dirk, why don't I try this? You don't even know what I'm going to do. How can you tell me I'm going to be
3: wrong? I'm like, oh, shit. Well, Dirk was a bit of a panicky Pete, it seemed like. I need times. that. I need that. I know, but it, it. at times you had to tell him, hey, Dirk simmer down yeah bit. you gotta we're chill gonna, out we're gonna
0: we're he's a high strung
3: we're gonna get to the solution <laughs> he's got
0: a he's got some anxiety issues and they bleed into it and i was like you know I, he seemed okay up here with us but i'm like calm down just i notice you're shaking i've never seen so much shaking by the way everybody was shaking stroka wasn't but of course he's in florida um just saying horn and on and, and, and border Oh, just non-stop man that was a crazy hour yeah, at one point I was positive that they were ratcheting it up just for our benefit. But
3: yeah, we would get a break, and it, you know what? That I, I'll take some ownership on being violently hungover. Uh, yeah, you,
0: you were not at uh, your peak form. I, I was in say. rough shape. You were not in final form. <laughs> My God! I <laughs> said to Tor, I go, hey Tor, since we're all here, do you want to bang out Monday's episode so you can, you know, have tomorrow off? And he's like, No way.
3: I'm not in any
0: shape to do nothing.
3: I, I didn't have, <laughs> I didn't have an ounce of comedy or even just speaking ability in my body. Yesterday. You were
0: able to put a shirt on, which you I barely. appreciate. I walked the boys down to the uh, Commonwealth Dragons after the after we were finished up, and I was like, "Hey, do you boys mind modeling the the Harader Roy shirts?" Which, by the way, I've got to give, a big, uh, nod. Boy. I gotta give a, a big verbal nod.
4: there <laughs> boy. I got to give
0: a big verbal nod. Harader Roy. Uh, bus killed it. his uh, the Harader Roy Chad Duke show logo is a 10 and then the hats pop the fucking shirts pop we got them printed on a diner mug those look amazing and harry to roy i was very excited about Harry, hey boy and um so I, I walked jimmy down and tore down and jimmy's does the bit now that he's lost a few pounds where he's he does a lot of weird like low-key flexes mm-hmm. So I had my chick on the phone. I'm like, hey, guys. I'm like, I pull pull some shirts for the boys. I said, Tori, what do you wear? And Tori's like, I wear a, 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 a XL. And uh, Jimmy's like, I wear a 2XL. And it's like, Jim, yeah. hey. you oh. don't wear a 2XL. No. You don't. And he's like, no, really, dear. And I'm like, okay. So we get down, and my wife had pulled a 3XL for you and a 4XL for Jim. <laughs> Because I think she didn't want to insult anybody, but she also was kind of being a realist. Yeah. Every time I'm like looking through some clothes, I'm like, you think I can get into an XL? She's like, no. No, you can't. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, Jim puts on the 4XL. He's like, well, I'm usually a 3, but, you know, I don't want you to have to go out of your way. And, of course, it fits him perfectly. And I'm like, Jim, you can lose weight and still wear clothes that are fitting of you. It's not that big of a deal. Tor, unfortunately, looked like a smoked sausage. I mean, i was never...
3: It, 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 I'm sorry to cut you it off. It just
0: looked like a lamb, like a lamb casing <laughs> of a sausage. is just fucking just rolled over your body. And then I said to him, I said, Tor, do you want to go up a size? Because that looks a little tight. He's like, no, no, just get it over with.
3: <laughs> I was not putting the shirt back on again. That was too much movement.
0: It was tough for you to get that shirt on, I saw. Yeah. The, you're, uh, you're
3: breathing heavy it afterwards. Was, it was just a bad day. It was a bad day. But Jimmy... Um, a lot of people say the shirts are getting smaller because they're getting fatter, and you know, I I've, I I'll have that jag also. Oh, I do that all the time. But shirts are also getting smaller, Jimmy. So a two X is not a two X. You you're still not in that realm yet.
0: I think both are probably true. And then Jim did it. He kind of sandbagged you a little bit because I was looking at the picture, and he like took a step and a half behind you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Jim. From force perspective, looks like a child standing next to you in the picture. You can see it on at Chad Dukes on uh, Instagram. The boys are modeling the merch. So Tor just looks like this fucking... Because Jim is not a small guy. Like, Jim's six foot and he's 700 pounds. But the way that this picture turned out, it makes his Tor look like the biggest ogre you've ever seen in your life. And then he's also hungover, so he's miserable. It's a fucking wild picture man. It's one of my favorite pictures that's ever been taken.
3: I'm actually, you know what? I'm surprisingly fine with the picture because it it it, it looks better than how I felt. So that if that makes any I, sense.
0: that that's really sad if that's the case yes. because you look
3: unhappy in these pictures. <laughs> but do you see how he's like he took a step oh, yeah, behind yeah, 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 you yeah. and he's like
0: tucked his shoulder behind he you? He also
3: hid about half of his body behind my the left side of my body. 100%. So it's an expert move though. I I got to I gotta get that in my heart. I mean,
0: cause here, like when when you guys are cheersing, you uh-huh. look more like, you know, I think you look more to scale. This picture, he looks like he's your son.
3: Yeah, Jimmy is still doing the um when we saw it from the 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 Christmas in June hoot nanny. What? Uh he's still doing the hot chick bit where he that's how he's taking photos. It is he's he's really got weird. he's really got it down.
0: He was He was singing some little song while we were up here, and uh, he did this little giggle when we were on our way over. Uh, I just don't know what it is, man. Like, he's the most feminine rock troll that I've ever met in my fucking life. It's very, very strange. Um, But it was good of him to come up, and uh, I think we got some stuff squared away. So hopefully on Friday, I think that I can say on Friday we will be streaming both on Facebook and on YouTube. So we've had lots and lots of people tell us they don't like Facebook and they're not a Facebook person. Well, nothing changes if you've been watching the Hootenanny, but if you haven't and you don't have a Facebook account, you can go to our YouTube channel, which is YouTube.com slash Show, or Facebook.com slash Show and watch the, well, I guess the official name for a tour is the broken penis anniversary sword show hoochinani yeah is that correct i would
3: say so why won't you hit the music no. why won't you hit the music I, i've been know, talking I, to about- I I- <laughs>
0: you can't be hung over two days no, later no, i overthought the first cue and now the, the second i i was vamping so long because i'm like and, uh, watching your finger over the space bar I'm like he's gonna hit it at some point isn't he much to my chagrin the answer was no Sword show, baby. We haven't done one. When was the last time we did a sword show? Oh, it has to be over a year. Yeah, it. Because the, la- the last one was the one where Joe and Orgy beat the shit out of each other, and that's where I got a kind of a bad taste
3: in my mouth with sword show. I think three was Lil Nitro also.
0: Oh, that was a rough one. I forgot about the one where you did Satan's toe. And a little nitro, for some reason we were eating spicy candies up here too.
3: Yeah, yeah, it became sword show and pain show. Yeah, and um, I think maybe maybe a vast amount of throwing up. Yeah, we outkicked our coverage on that one. That, that might have given us a year long break for yeah. the sword show. That was rough.
0: Uh, we got a lot planned this Friday. First of all, live stream—you guys will be able to watch live for free. Appreciate that. Um, during the sword show, this is cool tour. You will be able to purchase your Jim Jester 2nd Anniversary Broken Penis Sword Show Hoot Nanny official event t-shirt. It's got the date, it's got the time, it's got the unique logo. Uh, it's a beautiful shirt. I'll be post- I have posted it on social media, I'll post it again. It is only for sale during the sword show. It is not for sale before, it is not for sale after. So the second the sword show is done, that shirt comes down. So if you want it, show starts at 7, shotgun start on Friday, 7 p.m. That is East Coast time. Shirt goes live, link goes live, and then it comes down at the conclusion of the broadcast. So don't miss out on that because that is sure to be a Chad Duke show collector's item
3: yeah and we'll be sure to pin the link into the chat so if you are active and in there it should be easy for you to find uh to get to the uh, website to buy the sword show shirt it's
0: really cool um boss came up with that one too where it is it appears to be a, a noted a noted hot dog logo uh but only instead of having the name of the product it is our buddy James Jester, sweet daddy James, and uh, it's fantastic. Very unique, so that'll be available during the show. Also during the show tour, a giveaway. If you are a Facebook subscriber to the Chad Duke Show, this is going to be really cool. You're already entered. If you would like to be entered, just become a Facebook subscriber. You want to cancel it next month? All right. I would like for you to stick around. It helps you get the backlog uh, log, all the video content. You get the... Uh, Access to the Super Secret supporter chat, all the fun stuff. But we do giveaways in there. We've given away, what are we giving away to? Our PS5s, we've given away uh, Xboxes, show stuff. Yeah,
3: a lot of show stuff.
0: A lot of show stuff, fun show stuff. Um, this is no exception, a little more unique. We will be giving away an autographed copy of Take Another Hit, Coconut Pete, the album that inspired Ponytails and Cocktails. Uh, it is a beautiful 12-inch record, and it is signed by the entire cast of Broken Loser. That's right. All six guys. I got it in my hot little hand. I got it at home. You can pick it up. I'll drop it in the mail, whatever. The only thing you got to do to be entered to win that bad boy is be a Facebook subscriber. So go to Facebook.com slash ChadDukeShow. Click the subscriber hub. Support it, the Subscriber tab. It's a little tab at the top, right? Yes. Just become a subscriber, I think. Correct. It's four ninety nine a month. It helps the show out, and you get a bunch of uh, exclusive content. You can watch the show get streamed live on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, um, and then you get uh, entered in to win that uh, beautiful, beautiful record. I'll post pictures of that as well. So Friday is a monster day for the Chad Duke Show. First of all, you get the bonus episode, of the Sword Show. It is the second anniversary. It is the actual day, the second anniversary day. I don't know how we, I don't know how that we discovered this tour a month ago. And then the, it fell on a Friday. It's like God put this here for us to celebrate. Jester breaking his Schwanz off. I guess his wife breaking his Schwanz. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, so we'll have the live show, the fucking the shirt, and we're giving away the fucking record all on the same night. Uh, now, Tor, I know you're li- you usually are a little apprehensive when it comes to sword shows, but you got. We're gonna have the monks bringing up the hot dog roller. That's great. We're going to have half dogs for everybody. So you can, How many half dogs do you think you're good for on Friday?
3: Oh, sh- I mean.
0: I'm going to say 24. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say 24. Enoch, this is an invitation to you. This is This is not an open screening for this fucking show. Yeah. The people that can be here know they can be here. It is unfortunately not open to the audience. But Enoch, if you would like to sit. In the studio and just eat hot dogs the entire time. That'd be great, fucking fantastic. <laughs> I mean, if it, every shot of it, something crazy we're doing, Enoch is just casually eating half dogs. I will be the happiest person on earth. It was he.
3: He really impressed. He uh, stole the show uh, for the hot dog hoot nanny, and uh, this is not even a hot dog hoot nanny. Nope, but. I, I got to see him go at it again. I don't know if he's
0: available. He might have plans. I don't know. Uh, but if you are available, Enoch, and that sounds like if you could maybe fast for that day so you can really work up at halftime. What I loved about the hot dog hootenanny tour is that Enoch didn't even tell us he was just going to sit there and slam 17 hot dogs.
3: Yeah, it became, <laughs> oh, Kirkus John's like, yeah, I had like three. And Rich Mordecai's like, I had two. And then and then someone's like, uh, uh, oh, the leader in the clubhouse has 10. <laughs> and it was like of, 15
0: minutes into the show. Yeah,
3: out of nowhere. <laughs>
0: the great part about it too is um i think four hot dogs for me four hot dogs is uh i can eat that and not be sick you know i feel okay yeah. after that but any anything past that you really are dancing with the devil in the pale moonlight
3: i think uh during the tailgate for friendship i had four hot dogs
0: that was just casual and those too.
3: Were, those were fully loaded also with uh well that we had a professional che- yeah, making the us chili. the hot dogs and then the the, the easy cheese which was just delicious
0: brian from natural red just maybe, maybe joe will punch out again just so we can eat hot dogs in his parking lot again it's crazy how much fun that was now if joe never would have responded and didn't come back in the fold that still would have been the most depressing day of my life
3: yeah but now that he
0: has that was an amazing
3: day i it was a good day uh looking back on it now but the response from the listeners even currently about that show yeah
0: nothing we've done since his and and,
3: and i'm sitting here That's the most upset I've been in a while is sitting there and literally saying, Hey, you know, this is a, this is a ton of effort for somebody.
0: I I did want to give you a quick update. I know we're all over the place. Joe is now claiming, and this is new because I remember it very differently during the time there. Joe is claiming he wasn't there. Joe is now claiming he wasn't inside the whole time, which correct me if I'm wrong is a 180-degree shift in what he was claiming before that he just didn't come to the door and that
3: he knew we were out there. Am I fucking crazy on that? This is within two weeks because I heard Joe was inside and now Joe's saying he's not inside.
0: This past week, he told us, you guys know I wasn't in there that day. And I, I again, I do what I always do when this topic comes up. I go, guys, don't fucking say another word. Let's just not go into this because right. nothing can be... We still don't know what set Joe off. I still don't want Joe to whatever set. It's like fucking handling a bomb, man. It's like you don't know which wire to cut. And it's like I don't want the bomb to go off. So, um, yeah, that was odd where I I found that out. Yeah. Joe, one of the stars, though. Solid dudes. I do want to get to that in just a couple of few. But um, let me me finish up with, with the promotion. Friday sword show yep saturday's the day where all the hooray de roy is going to be available Harry there boy out at uh, commonwealth yeah, harry de roy there is the donut scented hooray de roy candle hooray there boy there is the t-shirt that you saw tour and jester sporting yeah, harry de roy there is the trucker cap the snapback and there is the diner mug which by the way no disrespect all, everything bustles made was great diner mug my mvp so far it's yeah. that big thick fucking mug that they fill up, but those that some lady named Sally fills up whenever you're at a diner two o'clock in the morning smoking it,
3: cigarettes. It's a really good uh, crop of of, of merchandise. Uh, the one thing I would Merch ha- drop. I would have to stay away from, and I I would recommend others to not stay away from because you have impulse control. Sure. Uh, the donut scented candle.
0: Yes, because Tor. Um- he had a spoon with him for some reason at the shop, and mm-hmm. he was trying to sink a spoon into the candle. And I would say, I had to oh, beg him. I was a yeah. big man against like, him. Harry DeRoy. I probably can't stop you if you want to really get after it, but please don't don't eat this candle we yet. We got to sell it.
3: It's technically inventory. <laughs> Harry, not... boy. Oh, God. <laughs> it just looked like a nice mid-morning snack for you, I would assume. My candles have to be something of the outdoors or like a, a, a just a... Not an ominous scent, but like sure. a vague scent. It can't
0: be a, a citronella candle you won't eat. No. But if it smells like a donut, you're going to try to get in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah Hey, yeah. there, boy. Yeah, I can I can see that. My, uh, my Saturdays now, listeners generally stop by when I'm working at the shop. And uh, one of the things I'm getting regularly is people telling me what their kids are into, like, chewing on and eating. Sure. And they're like, well, what I don't get is everything my kids want to chew on is, like, food related or smells like food and that doesn't seem to necessarily hold tore back like for you i feel like it's not about looking like it's something else it's about just the feel and the texture texture is, is that huge, true?
3: huge on it like okay. just the the, the eraser uh, and i was on solid dudes i was explaining the e-rock i think while you're going to the matthew burke memorial mom uh, may he rest in peace all right fish um i was showing him my uh my my collection of of pens and pencils that that I keep. Oh, I missed that. And I I said, you know what? Uh, Tour, a young eighth grade tour didn't have all these nice erasers on the end of his pencils because they were all eaten.
0: Because they're all in your stomach. Yes,
3: and they're just perfect. I don't know what it is. It's just everything I need.
0: I've been giving away a lot of the octopus news stickers when people come in, and every single time they pick one up, they're like, what about this made him want to eat the sticker? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. You think I've been able to figure out what's going on?
3: Look at the shine of it. (laughs) is it just shiny or is it like the fact that also it wasn't it's not a bulbous sticker but no it's it, it's like it was shiny and then it had a couple very interesting holographic colors in okay it also and that there's something i literally felt it i'm sitting here oh this is a cool sticker called you. and it caught caught the light and i felt it in my stomach say like my gut telling me you got to eat that
0: was it like was it the first pirates of the caribbean or the the the, the pieces of cursed doubloons they were calling out to fucking Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that kind of is what it looked like. It was going on with you in your in your brain.
3: It's uh yeah, I wish I could explain it better. Oh boy.
0: Uh yeah. Well we'll give away the rest of the octopus news stickers the tour hasn't consumed this Saturday Commonwealth Try Goods. Make sure you come home. Hey, Harry DeRoy. Uh it's first come, first serve. I think there's Forty-eight candles. There's a we got a bunch of hats and diner mugs, but that shit tends to sell out pretty quick. So stop on by the shop on Saturday. Hey there, boy. It'll be a fun Chad Duke's show.
3: The Virginia Pizza Crusade is on a mission to find the best slices in the Commonwealth. To keep up with
2: the reviews, be sure to follow the Virginia Pizza Crusade on Instagram at Virginia Pizza Crusade. Tonight at seven PM is going to be a lot of fun with that sword show, Hoot Nanny. Tomorrow at Commonwealth Dry Goods with all the merch drop, I, I hope everybody gets to come out and we get to all hang out and just chit-chat for a little bit. But Tuesday, Dukes and Tor, back in the studio once again, a show sponsor pitched a bit. And normally when those things happen, you know how it turns out. They revisit a couple iconic moments from last week's episodes of Solid Dudes and ask shoot returns with the voicemails and one very interesting email. Now, all the talk regarding all the solid dude shows, I'm going to ask you to subscribe to the show to hear all that. So I'm going to pull the Ask Shoot segments out. We got flooded with some voicemails, so Gigantor went through all of them, picked out some good ones, and there was a little time for one little email to sneak into the bunch. Everybody, the Chad Duke Show Spotify page has
3: updated playlists for your listening pleasure, including songs handpicked for our Tennessee road trip and 90s country playlists. Just follow the Chad Duke Show on Spotify and you'll see all of the show's favorite tunes. This is Ask Shoed. Send us your questions, comments, or queries to mailbag at chaddukeshow.com and we'll get to them on the show
0: course you can also send your emails as well and we are still looking for a sponsor for ask shoot if you would like to sponsor ask shoot get in touch with us and we'll get it done as long as you don't sell shitty trays all right uh oh let's head up to bean town to start this off with david oh do i have him
3: yeah you got him Four, three.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry tor no worries i looked over at you i was about to start bitching no <laughs>
4: Hey, Chad, this is David Slatt in Boston. You played a Bill Cosby clip a couple weeks ago where you talked about um, Lights Out, uh, an old-time radio suspense show. Um, I absolutely love old-time radio suspense shows that aired in the 30s and 40s.
1: Um, So I was
4: wondering, now that the short story trilogy is complete, if writing and performing your own old-time suspense episode with sound effects and everything would be something you you would uh, be up for trying. Thanks.
0: Um, I didn't participate in the short story con. Is he just saying it's like a written creative type of thing for the show?
3: I think David would want a Chad Duke show, old timey radio suspense show.
0: Those are I've thought about it. Um, they're an enormous amount of work. Yeah. I mean, you've got to pull so many sound effects. I mean even just I mean the, one of the reasons why the Grease man is a fucking genius is that he would do that every show that he did and he was on 5 nights a week. Like if you listen to Prairie Home Companion, it's on once a week. You know what I mean? Like it's it, he's doing skits and sketches and shows and sound effects, but you can write them all week long and then perform them live. Grease was doing the sound effects and the music and the voices and he was having to do three four hours worth of fucking show every night it's nuts um i i think it's something that i would maybe think about but the problem is is that it's just gonna be a huge undertaking and it would have to be worth it there would have to be some reason i don't think just telling you he's talking about just doing like a ghost story because that's what lights out was uh, yeah with the chicken heart
3: i i enjoyed the chicken heart uh, uh heart story
0: but that's just Bill Cosby being a genius and doing yeah. all the sound effects himself.
3: Right. Right.
0: And there's no music.
3: It's just him creating a world, which is what he's very good at.
0: Yeah, and I can't I can't do that. Like I can't do the effects the way that Cosby can. So I'm not saying there isn't a path where that could happen. I just think that I would I'd have to mull it over, maybe get a suggestion on how to make it practical. Cuz I I don't want to sit here and hand fucking tour a list of all right here's what I've written, now here's 7 million sound effects you have to pull, put this together. I just don't think that's very fair.
3: Looking for the right squeaky door Foley sound. (laughs) Yeah, I don't need that at all.
0: (laughs) I just fucking, I mean, maybe if it it was 7 or 8 minutes long, like, but even that, fuck, that sounds long, dude. That sounds long as shit. (laughs) Like, maybe we could do, like, an old-timey radio show where there's, like, there's a musical guest, and then you do a fucking, like, we have a script written up, and we were acting something out. Like, I could see that happening. But also, it would have to be funny. Yeah. Like, it would have to be something that we enjoy. I will tell you this. Uh, there is a uh, production piece that will be debuting very soon. We're running promos for uh, the new alt-right conservative talk show that we're going to be hosting on the network, America Pays with Hot Man Ted. So, uh, yes. we giving away tickets to that uh Kingdom of Heaven movie, too, that everyone's so mad about. Um, so is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, they're, they're fucking mad. Boy, them movie critics are fucking mad. Alright, it good. Critical Drinker said it was a good movie. I don't want to see it, though, because it's about... I just don't want to see any movie about child trafficking. Yeah. But I also don't think, like, the main argument from the people that don't like it seemed to be that... Why are we shining a light on this? It's like, well, probably we should be talking more about how much child trafficking there is going on. I would on. say so. Seems to be some very, very famous and powerful people that have been involved in it recently over the past couple of years.
3: I think a lot of you might have kids also. It seems like a pretty insidious thing to do. Yeah, I would I would
0: rather be more discussion of how we can maybe fucking figure this out and address it like like, like real adults. Um, all right. Let's go to, uh, Oh Lord in Heaven.
4: Hey Chad, Torb, this is Rich Mordecai. In his bathroom. Chad, love the solid dudes the party. Thank love you. your discussion about MMA. Alright,
3: go ahead.
0: You alright? Okay. What Come struck your funny mode? I'm back, I'm back. This is Rich Mordecai clearly sitting on the, tor- on the toilet. Rich, please, if you're going to leave a voicemail, don't be sitting on the trollet. You're going to kill my producer.
3: <laughs> oh Lord in Heaven. <laughs> That's immediate.
0: Well, I saw who it was from. He's a bit of a wild card.
3: Oh, oh
2: shit. Okay, I'm
0: sorry. Old Rich Mordecai. Sorry. Been with us a very long time, oh. Gigantor. Oh, very yeah. long time indeed. Yeah. Got the picture of him with his belly, with the flap coming up, with the drag queen lady. Ever seen that picture? Oh. It's a great picture. Hey,
4: Chad. Tor. This is Rich Mordecai. I can hear a flush. Chad, love the solid dudes with Barty. Love your discussion about... MMA fighting and Zuckerberg and the guy from Twitter fighting. It wouldn't be a good fight because they're not trained. Question for you. Did you used to enjoy the tough man fights that were on TV back in the day? This is all pre-MMA. Love you. Love the show. What is
0: it going on in the background there? It's like a duck or something. Is he cleaning a duck? Um, That's rough. Tough man? I don't even know what that is. So, no, I no, Rich. I didn't like uh I didn't like mixed martial arts until Brock Lesnar fought in the UFC. Like I was not a UFC fan until Brock Lesnar made his debut in the UFC. I know that is a normie fucking take and I know that might shock people because I've been screaming about MMA for so long. But um, I found it to be I didn't like the level of violence, especially in those early UFCs. Like I find it hard to watch people bludgeoning one another and the, the knees to the head and the elbow strikes to the downed opponent. I know that sounds crazy. Now my palate's changed. Like I like watching bare knuckle, and bare knuckle is bloody as fuck. But um, I was vaguely familiar with the UFC just as a dude. Like, so I'm going to get a pay-per-view. They put the fights on. I knew who Randy Couture was and Chuck Liddell and guys like that, Tito Ortiz. But I wasn't a huge fan. Um, when Brock came over to the UFC... And we went we were doing those appearances at v5 that just flipped the switch for me and that's why whenever somebody shits on cm punk fighting um or kimbo slice or whomever you never know when you're gonna i was a sports fan and it something clicked for me and i became a huge ufc fan and i've been a paying customer of theirs now for 20 years or whatever it's been
3: so that's why i never shit on them doing a quote-unquote freak show like that the tough man contest founded in 1979 in bay city michigan by late boxing promoter art door is a chance for novice amateur boxers those with no more than five sanctioned wins in the past five years to test themselves in the ring
0: okay so that's what it seems like it is i mean look before dana put it this whole thing together i think there's a lot of promotions like that um i'm going to tell you all I, i've beat around the bush about this for a couple of um, weeks now but i just didn't never come up Look up something called Fight Circus. It is a promotion that is happening as we speak. The guy that does it is. His name is John Nutt. Um, it is. I, it's very difficult to explain. So the whole thing emanates from Thailand, right? So there's no rules from what it looks like. I watched. Bob Sapp and Rampage Jackson put on a giant shirt and then John Nutt and some other guy put on a giant shirt and then the four of them boxed each other. I don't know if it was a work. I don't know if it was a shoot. I watched one woman fight two other women in what was one of the greatest fights I've ever seen in my life. It was a two on one fight and uh, it was fucking fantastic. There was um, they have something called a tire fight where the two boxers have to put their legs into a tire, and then they can't leave that tire, <laughs> and then they just kick the shit out of each other. They have this thing called the Wheel of Violence that they spin, and then whatever the type of match that comes up, that's what they do. Tyson Fury showed up at this fight. They have weirdly large celebrities show up, and I, I'm i not alleging anything toward, but I think people go to Thailand to do exactly what people think they go to Thailand for. Yeah. So I think if you have a fight promotion in Thailand and you're like, Hey, we'll put you up. We can do this and that for you. I I think the guys will go there that are above this promotions pay grade. If I can say that, um, Mike Goldberg was doing voice stuff for them. Like it was just, it's fucking crazy. I think it's on the, the fight pass is what I think it is. Is it F I T E or it might be on Dazzin. I'm not sure it's on one of those, but you can look at it on Instagram and get a taste. And, uh, this fucking crazy cracked out John Nutt guy, I mean, I I have to assume he does a fucking pant load of sniz and then jumps on the fucking mic, but he closes out every single one of his events where he's getting the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> Which is kind of funny, but I also don't really get it. Um, anyway.
3: Yeah, this is
0: Adam McNair turned me on to Fight Circus, and we watched, I think, three of them in one night the other night, and there's parts of it that are just atrocious, like, there's this musical theater that they, they had to do the fights from in uh, Thailand and fucking um, I guess they had to cut some deal where the, the dancers got to come out and dance in between the fights So there would be like five minute crazy over choreographed dance breaks. Then John Nutt would get pissed off and then they broke the stage and so they had to fix the stage for an hour and a fucking half and he's cursing out the dancers saying you broke my fucking uh, fighting ring. It's, it's nuts. It's fucking nuts. It's fucking nuts. It's worth just a freak factor. It's worth checking out. I think I'm in. To circle back around, I wouldn't have been interested in Fight Circus in 2004, mm-hmm. but now I am. Pouts change. All right. Thank you to Rich Mordecai. Big,
4: huge, being court judge from Salt Lake City here. Hey, just uh, trying to get an update on the boss man. How's he been doing? Um, I know we love hearing about him, and hopefully you love talking about him. Uh, or Definitely need to see those basketball photos shirtless. That's all I'm going to say.
5: I think going to move the meter. Thanks.
3: What basketball photos is he talking about? I think I was referring to playing basketball shirtless. Yeah, at, you at do the
0: Top Hoppers, LLC. It's not just in the Clizub.
3: I don't think I have any photos of me. I think you demanded that I get photos oh. next time I do it. Well, I can, I can get behind that.
0: It's fine with me. Um, I gave a Bossman store update last week. Uh, he is currently uh, in the process of constantly getting melanomas sliced off his face, so he's all fucked up. Um, maybe I'll ask him if I can post some of those pictures. I think he'd be really excited. He sent me the grossest photo he's ever sent me, and I made the boys all look at it last week. Um, Tor has not had to see it, and I'll continue that streak. Because it's the nicest thing you've ever done for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, My dad loves, there's two things my dad loves. He's talking about women's genitals and he loves people giving him pity. And so he'll send you the same photo over and over and over again of how fucked up he is because they keep having to cut all this shit off of him because he walked around his entire life with his shirt off, not wearing sunscreen. So um, I think other than that, he's okay. I, I think my brother went down to visit him, but everybody knows what's going on there. I don't have much of an update. He texted me the other day and I forgot about this and he reminded me that my nickname when I was a kid, uh, there, my dad had this roommate named Freddie Ray. And Freddie Ray was a drunk's drunk. Like, Freddie Ray was one of those guys that would wake up in the night to drink a bottle of wine so he could keep his drunk going. Like, Freddie Ray would hide boxes of wine in the trash can that was in the park behind where my dad lived because he'd get so drunk, my dad would say, You got to stop drinking. So he would go out and he would have his box of wine in the trash can and he would drink out of that. Um, they, they pulled off. The, I could write a book about my dad and Freddie Ray. The scams. I, there's some scams that I don't even feel comfortable telling on the radio because I don't know. Maybe my dad could still go to jail. Like there's some shit where my dad should be in jail, but Freddie Ray got him out of it because Freddie Ray was a huckster's huckster. Like he was a flim-flam man. But Freddie Ray was always around, and he wore a toupee, and he has. He was weirdly overweight, and he was. Uh, my dad had a pool, so he would just be walking around the pool with his big tits, and like he had his toupee on, and he was. They're they're drunks. And um, where was I going with this story?
3: You had a nickname.
0: Oh, Freddie Ray used to call me the Cadillac Man. And I never drove a Cadillac, but what that meant was, Freddie Ray used to be a used car dealer, which of of course he was. And to be the Cadillac Man, the best bullshitter, the best fucking guy, he would sell the Cadillacs because that was all the high-end shit. Everybody else would be selling, you know, Oldsmobiles and fucking Pontiacs and shit. Sure. Cadillac Man was the big swinging fucking deal. So Cadillac Man was, like, the highest praise Freddie Ray could give somebody. And this was back when I was, like, you know, teenager and then probably into my early 20s. Freddie Ray, unfortunately, has passed away, if you can imagine. Um... So, my dad rem- reminded me that that was a nickname that Freddie Ray gave me, and I'd completely forgotten about it. So, that was there's a story that I can update you for.
3: Cadillac Man Kicks Ass. Yeah, that's a good nickname. That's a great nickname.
0: It's way better than um, a lot of the nicknames that my dad gave out over the years, mm. um, most of which probably would not be palatable in 2023. My fucking dad and Joe Azer should get together to do the unfunniest podcast that's ever been fucking assembled. There you go. Dan in Salt Lake City, there's a bunch of Boss Man updates for you. Uh, Let's head out to Brandywine. Ted, Tor, this is uh, Matt from Brandywine. Um, My question was, uh, I know you're a big Alan Rickman fan. Um, I was wondering if you had ever seen something the Lord made, which is – like an HBO movie with most death and him in it. And uh, if you had any comments or uh, I think I've heard you reference it before, but I just kind of want to hear you or maybe the Fortress Film Society talk about it. Um, all right, man. Y'all, y'all are great. Um, love all your stuff, man. Take care. Well, thank you, Matt. Appreciate that. Um, something the Lord made. Is that what he said? I believe so. So that came out in 2004. Um, it looks like they both played doctors. A particular, oh, a partnership that broke the rules, a breakthrough that changed the force of modern medicine. A new HBO film. Doesn't sound like something I would like, but I think Most Deaf is a fantastic actor. I always try to, um, I try to put over every couple of years sixteen blocks with Most Deaf and Bruce Willis, which is one of the most underrated action slash thriller movies I've ever seen. Uh, David. Um, Who's the... What's his name? The bad guy in that movie. Motherfucker. I should know his name. He's a fantastic actor. He's in uh, Disturbia. He's in, I think, The Rock. He's in a bunch of great movies. Look that up for me, please, Tor. I should know that.
3: Uh, Is it David Morse? That's him.
0: Uh, He is fantastic in that movie. And those three principles are a 10 out of 10. If you haven't seen 16 Blocks... uh, Matt Brandywine, if you haven't seen 16 Blocks, check it out. Uh, No, if I will watch this... Oh, Charles S. Dutton is in this movie. I love him. Um, yeah, man, I'll watch this just based off of your fucking uh, recommendation. Kira Sedgwick. It's a decent cast. I, uh, I've never heard of it. It doesn't look like something I would like, but I love Alan Rickman, and I love most Depth, so I, I think I think it's worth giving a shot. So I'll check it out. Maybe I'll get the boys on the Fortress Film to check it out as well. What a reminder, Fortress Film Society this week, by the way. All the movies are up there, um, but a Triangle is the one that I absolutely would recommend that you go check out if you're going to watch one that's the movie or it's Triangles I'm not sure Uh, really really interesting film that I don't even want to tell you anything about I just want you to go watch it
3: do you have something there Tor Uh, something the Lord made 93% from the audience really on Rotten Tomatoes I I wonder what the big deal about it is
0: maybe it's just a really good movie and let's see here. Vanderbilt John Hopkins with his lab technician doing Thomas Thomas, I'm College degree. He get the mechanical tools. It just sounds like a medical drama, and I'm just not into those. Although I did rewatch Primal Fear the other day. Have you seen Primal Fear? I have not seen Primal Fear. You should watch it, because that's one of those ones where people will ruin the end if you don't know the twist. It's okay. a big 90s twist movie. Primal Fear, not as good as I remember. I remember Primal Fear being a movie I was blown away by the first time I watched it. And uh, the end is a little bit easy to fucking pick up on, in my opinion, and a little hokey. But uh, I got to watch it again, again, because I was hammered when I watched it.
3: A bottle of George Dickel 15
0: that I was indulging in.
3: Pretty great. Uh, I, ca- I caught some of the first—caught yeah, and, and some of it—the uh, first— Fucking Hunger Games movie. Oh yes, tragic.
0: They're not good. I enjoyed the books. I know that sounds corny, but I read all the books and I actually thought they were fun. Um, and they reminded me of the Running Man, which I'm a huge fan of. But yeah, the and the I, they, I believe the movies get progressively worse too. I, I think they get uh, worse as they go to Catching Fire.
3: Yeah, I'm not gonna. I will not watch the sequels.
0: The, save your fucking. But there's a big. I wish you'd stop wasting your time on some of the shit that you're watching. It
3: was just on in the house. Just
0: watch Last Crusade again. I think that's the way to go. I'd like to make this announcement, too. I'm officially not going to see Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning in the theater. I will not sit there for two hours and 43 minutes. I'm just not going to do it. Um, I'm sure it's great. I'll enjoy it on demand. Uh, I saw it fell a little short of what people thought I could get. definitely didn't get that Top Gun Maverick rub. Uh But where it might benefit is that the word of mouth on it is very good. So... I won't have a flash syndrome
3: with that issue. I actually saw somebody talk themselves out of going to see it on Sunday night because they didn't realize how long it was. How the
0: fuck can you sit? There? I mean, that's all day. You're gonna you're gonna be there. There's unless you you fucking plan it out where you're walking right in as it starts. Yeah. There's eleven minutes of trailers. That's
3: being generous, by the way. Well, or or, 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 or that,
0: that's not or, just com- there's commercials too now at yeah. every movie theater. I went to that Regal Cinema to go see the fucking Insidious movie. There was ten minutes of commercials before four trailers. I mean, we were starting twenty-five minutes after the goddamn time said on the, the listing.
3: I uh, I thought I was last time I saw a movie in the theater. It was seven. It said it started at seven twenty. I said, uh, oh shit. I thought I thought it started at seven forty. Damn, like maybe I'm gonna have to miss the first ten minutes. Yeah. So walked in, three more trailers left. I think I walked into the theater at seven forty.
0: Yeah, I mean I, I mean that's the only way to go now I brutal I, I don't want to donate I know this sounds shitty but like I don't want to donate that much of my day to go see a movie because like you're out of touch with everything like if you go in the evening it's gonna be late in the evening when you right. get out if you go during the day it's gonna encroach you into let's go out and have some drinks I don't know it's just it doesn't fit I don't want the I don't want to devote that much time to it um I might see dune 2 in the movie theater though because I, I I think you're gonna have to this time around
3: I'm uh I'm excited to see that. Well, remember, that
0: got beamed right to your computer yeah. um, the same time it came out in the movie theater last time.
3: And I, 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 I should have seen it in the movie theater, because I, I think that the sound elements in that sh- would have been awesome. in the. Uh, yeah, I agree. The, the, I think the, it would have benefited greatly. The copters, from. the worm, just the, the just the, great booms that I think would have been good. Booms? Yeah, booms. Is that what you call a great booms? Well, uh, I guess vibrating noises and all that, it would have been good. Yeah. <laughs> uh great boobs. I stink. (laughs) Talking
0: to a four-year-old. Pick out one email and rate it, Tor, if you don't mind. Okay, here we go. Well, I thought you you didn't print them out?
3: Oh, yeah, I got
0: them right here. Why are you looking at your computer? Because I have
3: them on here and I print out these
0: for you. Just pick out one and rate it. All right. Pick out a good one.
3: Oh, here we go. Duke's Tour. I think we all agree that the old Bush beer song they sang in the commercials back in the early 80s made you want to drink lots and lots of Bush. Yes. Do you remember L.A. Beer? It was another beer from Anheuser-Busch, and they had commercials for it back that had a similar song, but there's one caveat. The beer had half the alcohol. The commercial makes me want to drink gallons of it, but do you think half the alcohol is a good thing or a bad thing? Founding member Chris.
0: Well, I mean, light beers have less alcohol in them than regular beers, so I think you already deal with that. And then, of course, you have, like, all the, what is it, Bud Light Platinum? Yeah. I mean, I probably a Miller Light has probably got half the alcohol of a Bud Light Platinum, so that doesn't seem all that strange.
3: The best barbecue in Virginia can only be found at Monk's Barbecue in Parsville, Virginia.
2: Check them out at Monk's BBQ on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and at Monk'sQ.com. I love those Ask Shoot segments because... Y- The questions you get from listeners, it it always brings up really good conversation. So much fun to be had. If you want to be a part of it, you can leave a voicemail, 385-645-5375, or send us an email. It's mailbag at chaddukeshow.com. Wednesday's episode, normally my episode, but Tuesday I had my surgery for my hernia repair, which went very well, by the way. So Gigantor sat in for me, so it was chewed, Gigantor ant-man and dick smokin the fellas had the weekly installment of the bmi they give a bit of an update on me because i sent in a uh, a post-surgery picture to dukes and tour there's a bit of a problem with the new teenage mutant ninja turtles movie and one show member just completely goes off the rails which is kind of how those wednesday shows go But with all the shenanigans and an opportunity to make this all about me, the update on the gym daddy surgery and the photo that was sent in and all the boys' reaction. Friendos, if you're in the area, make sure you visit
3: Commonwealth Dry Goods in scenic Old Town Fairfax. They have the very best in local candles, peanuts, gifts, chocolates, olive oil, hot sauce, along with ice cold cheer wine, and both types of music on vinyl. You can check them out on Instagram and Facebook at Commonwealth Dry Goods or order online today at CommonwealthDryGoods.com.
0: All right, Tor, how much of the Jester information should we give out? Because you and I have seen something that nobody else has seen. Oh, no. All of it. I need to see it. Uh, <laughs> I'm so desperate. I got to have it right you now. You already saw all of it.
1: <laughs> no, I don't think so. Well, no, before it. Well, he
0: hasn't seen what we've seen. We're the only ones so far today.
3: Uh, yeah, the privileged few, uh, me and Shude. Um, I mean, Jimmy is an open book. And there's. I don't think there's ever been a thing he hasn't disclosed on the show. So if we were to talk about it, he would be able to provide further illumination from what we already know.
0: Well, I think he's going to be here tomorrow, but that is the uh, the Fortress Film Society, so it's not going to be able to, um, you know, we're not going to be able to devote the time that we really should for something like this. So, Friday, I'm
3: sure Jimmy's penis has never distracted the, the, <laughs> well, the show.
0: I mean, it's come up over there. I won't lie and say that it hasn't, <laughs> but it's not as often talked about. And Goat is like, um, I love Goat, but he's I'm tight about weird shit. Sure. Like, um, what was he was you freaked out. Oh, I, I said uh, he was jerking off into a kid's panties, and he was like, he got really upset about that. I don't know yeah. why. No. Um, what,
5: what if there was video of what you're about to talk about? Could you then, like, have that be what you review the next week on the Fortress Films Society? It, what a video? What do you mean? Oh, you mean like it's actually a, a movie? If it review? was like recorded, yeah, yeah. You treat it like a yeah movie review. I don't
0: know. I'm, I'll just text you guys the picture so you can see it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is take a picture that Dick. Not Dick. Uh, Tor and I were sent today. Um, I guess it was right after Jimmy got out of the hospital. And um, you could judge for yourself whether or not you would consider what happened today a success. Yeah, it's a little rough. But, um, you know, I'll leave it up to
1: everybody. (laughs) What? 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 What is that? Oh. Dude, what I went to text Jim I went to text Jim today uh, After the YouTube show Yeah um, Over on Chad Dukes On YouTube And uh, I can't stop looking at it He, he uh, I, I went to text him And that was the first thing That popped up Because that was the last thing I said to him Is I sent him that picture Sure Yeah yeah <laughs> I sent that picture To Dirk today Did
0: you He goes Dude what the fuck And I was like Yeah And he's like What's with all the hair I'm like I don't know man Oh. Don't they
4: get rid of the hair before surgery? There's hair growing <laughs> in places
0: that it should. Uh, spoiler alert. So, this is not the picture that, that Jim sent me. This is the picture <laughs> that, uh, that Ant-Man sent,
1: I think, uh, last God. week at some yeah, point. Yeah, I took it after the show last week. Uh, so, since, uh, just while we're talking about Wallace's uh, <clears throat> penis, uh, since all these penises are showing up at my house. Um, Can you explain the, what that means, oh, please? So, the Friday for the hootenanny. It's a wild thing to say. <laughs> yeah. I've got... All what these- type of hootenanny? Uh, We're not doing a penis hootenanny. No, it's the not broke not a broke
0: dick hootenanny. It's a broken penis anniversary, second anniversary broken penis sword show hootenanny.
1: Yes. Official um, name. But Mark is home during the day, so he's the one getting all the Amazon packages and because the Prime account is in his name because I'm too lazy to buy my own they all come in his name oh, so oh for the love of today, god he's on a Earth. colonel in the so, marines <laughs> so what are his going to look like, like on his know, phone. can you imagine what his oh facebook's all fucked up uh, over the past week uh, random boxes of inflatable penises or or penis shaped items have been showing up at the house Yeah. And today when i walked in the door there was two boxes and i think it says it said something like gregory the the inflatable penis or something on the box Sure. and he goes more of these and i go yeah there's still a few more coming oh head. lord <laughs> in <laughs> heaven they should be here tomorrow can't shipped to the shop or something for god's sake i don't know i just i just ordered them i'm insatiable dad i can't get <laughs> enough you know how much how I require <laughs> he is intrigued though because he does know about Jim's broke dick does so. he want to come up for the show yeah uh, he
0: might. I should ask him. I'll ask yeah, him he's tonight. Welcome. I mean, I guarantee he knows how to use bladed weapons better than any of uh, us. Yeah, for sure. He's used them on. Let me check humans. Uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> as has his son, but in a different context. Yeah, yeah. And I exactly. got
1: our crossbows to bring up here. Yeah, or Ant-Man, our compound bows.
0: Ant Man brought these little palm-sized compound bows that shoot needles, oh. and I, it's a terrible idea. It's, it's oh, like it's a really straw dangerous. that has like a pointy tip on it. Sounds really and it's dangerous. A mini
1: compound bow. You can aim pretty well with. But if you
0: got someone in the eye, like. They're gonna, oh, They're fucked.
1: Yeah, you <laughs> know, you know, Orlando <laughs> Brown, someone up here. I exactly. mean, <laughs> come
5: on,
3: you can't hey, do it. How are they're, you? Gonna, they're like this big. I, I got them in the truck, but then you start breaking the arcade machines with the miss. I- at least the display. I don't think they're that big. I, I think they're I, not going that far. Here's
0: what I'd like to do, hey, man. Could we get you to pull your pants down to start the ceremony? We'll shoot one into your ass. See how much
1: damage yeah. it does.
5: Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. Cool. Is that fine, Tor? Oh, that works. All right, hey, good. Are Make you target?
5: Are you worried about your dad coming up here? What about all the carrying on you do once you start drinking?
1: You do a lot of carousing. He'll be all right. Do you know how many times I've stumbled through the door at night and raised hell? I just don't know. Yeah, but
5: he hasn't idea. seen you fondling men. You know,
1: um...
0: There is a lot of that that happens after yeah. the fourth or fifth uh, foam cup filled with gin. <laughs> um, so I'll send you the real... Well, actually, what's... I feel like I could almost reveal it on the fucking... We can't reveal it here, right? That wouldn't... I got to do it on the YouTube show because I can put the yeah. picture up. I'll show it to you guys, though. All right. Just so you can see it. Um, Tor and I were sent this picture today, and I think you guys have the context of what Jimmy's belly button used to look like. Is that correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, Jim Daddy today went to go get his, uh, today, by the way, I mean, yesterday, if you're listening to this, he went Tuesday. And it was, um... It was hernia surgery. So we were kind of all, I think, championing and politicking for him to go get the penis fixed first. Is that fair to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, would definitely. Preferred that. But Two years I, ago would have been a good idea. I think it would have been a good idea. But at least this is something. So yeah. he didn't know if he was going to have to stay the night. He didn't know if he was going to have to, if there's going to be complications and so on and so forth. <sighs> but um, I got a nice text from his wife, who must have fished my number out of his phone. I hope she didn't look at the messages. Oh, geez. And um, she said, hey, Jim's good. Uh, he's resting in for two hours in a recovery room, and then he'll be home tonight. I think he'll be at your show tomorrow. And I said, wow, that's pretty fucking great. Like, what an amazing thing. So then a little while later, uh, Jim sent us this picture, and uh, Tori did not respond for a full three hours.
1: Ah, it's a good friend. <clears throat> I, I I'm really confused. Well, hold on. I would like you're to get jumping your, ahead.
0: And you're not listening, but I'd like to get Torres' response as yeah. to why I, he didn't
3: respond for three hours. Uh, Jimmy makes me uncomfortable at times. Okay, that's fair. Mm. And I I, I it, it's not out of malice. It's just this is an uncomfortable scene for me. Uh, and it's not even about the hernia. It's not even about the the chest or the stomach or the belly button. It's the shorts.
0: Oh uh, yes. Oh yeah. Those are. <laughs> they are as threadbare as any piece of clothing can possibly be.
1: I didn't even notice that yet. They're fucking (laughs) atrocious.
0: And they're as bad as the shirt. Remember when I made Jim throw that shirt out in the back of the the room? Mm -hmm. They're as bad if not worse as the quality of that shirt.
5: They have like a film over them. Mm -hmm. I think
0: they're just, they only are a film. Yeah. Like they're they they're not so many stains. Thin veneer. <laughs> well, but I, I, it's like whenever you wear something for fifteen years, it gets real thin and stretched out, and that's just everything that Jim wears.
5: What's that smudge in the middle of them on it's the right?
3: Dirty mirror, bad shorts. Oh, it is a dirty
0: mirror. That's right.
3: Shirtless jester. So
0: you're saying you didn't respond to him because you were too upset
3: by the shorts? I had to take a beat. Uh, I'm happy for Jim, Daddy. Uh, And I knew that, you know, if he's just now coming out of the procedure or, you know, if he's recent and happy about the development, cool. I'm not going to rant on the parade. I need three hours before I can address the shorts, which I did immediately. It is
0: undeniable his belly button looks a million times better. It doesn't even look like him. Yeah, Yeah. It looks like a belly button. Uh, Congratulations to him. That must be an unbelievable feeling. I asked Ant-Man this today on the YouTube show. I said... Is there even a time frame? I know people think we're too mean to Jim. I get that all the time on the show. And I would say at times maybe you're even correct. But here's what I also will tell you is if you were around Jim for as long as we are, it's an incredibly frustrating thing because Mm -hmm. he just is okay with things that he shouldn't be okay with. And what I asked Ant-Man was if he wasn't involved with his show, when do you think he would have gotten that hernia fixed? Any, any, oh. Anybody ever I mean, just, just sit in silence? No, I, just,
1: I think he would sit and wait until it burst or it, got, it ruptured. It's not, it it's not a bursting him. situation. No. You kept thinking it was a zit. I mean, you kept saying you wanted well, to pop well, can't, it. Well, can't a hernia... Well, maybe not burst, but can't a hernia cause, like, a clog in the intestines? Well, I think it could fall out.
0: Eventually, the whole thing could just fall yeah. out, right? I mean, it's a rip in the muscle and the intestines are pouring out.
1: Right. So, so I, I mean, I, I, I just... I don't think he would have done anything until it was a dire emergency.
5: Well... It, looked pretty dire i mean right. yeah between that and the bathroom i think that he's just comfortable with how things are and he adjusts and whether it's horrific like something horrific going on with your body or not he just lives with it and so i guess i don't think he would have ever i don't know i mean he, he never until he was doubled it. over in pain he never
3: would have fixed you think it? never no. he would have died
5: he would have died from
0: the hernia that would have been what ended him.
1: Jim Jester would have died. Well, if he... Had, I'm yeah. with him. Or, or if he couldn't, couldn't work anymore. The ba- they wouldn't be using a the bathroom. They'd be going to, like, the library to to take bird bath showers in the or bathroom. All right, we're
0: conflating two things that like you're talking about. So, yeah, the bathroom would still be completely fucked up. Yeah. And the hernia would still be...
1: I think they just, whatever happens to them, instead of spending money or time to fix it, they just keep it moving. I... I, it, How, I or, or actually I lived... keep it not moving. Keep it static. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, nobody's yeah. moving over there. That's true. But, like when I was all messed up on drugs, when bad things would happen to me, I would just keep, keep moving forward. And like, hopefully it would go away. And like, that's it's what not I really did. the way every,
0: things work, though. No, no, no. Body. I
1: realize that now. But like at the time, that's what I would try to do until it was like, you know, I had to go to the hospital to get my arm sliced open or else I was going to have a giant infection through my body. Like okay. I, I would put new. it off until it was dead. <laughs> yeah, d- until it was there's like, always some
0: new horrific story to be told. Uh, until now.
1: it was like life or death. And, and I think that's what he would do, too. I, I would I would and we go back to the
0: on-hill conversation. I would hope that with a family involved, like something about that process would change but i just remember when he was fucked up limping around after he said i'm bulletproof nothing can hurt me and i (laughs) i remember saying to him jim if you get hurt they're all going down because nobody can do anything Mm -hmm. or nobody will do anything here here's the part Uh uh-oh jim shared something i probably shouldn't mention this on a day that he's recovering but just to give context of how awful everything is Mm -hmm. you gotta say it now it involves the kids. That's the mm-hmm. only reason why I'm kind of... Uh... All right, well, let me write it down for Tor. Sure. Tor and times has been my moral barometer. I'll try to All give right.
3: you... I'll
5: All see right. if this... Can if be you write clearance. it down, you'd already be ready for the name of the show, too. So, are, yeah. these,
1: are these three spots on the top where the robot went in? I believe those are the incisions. So, they're literally picking... They're fixing it from the top down. Well, I don't... I mean, I no I mean idea, the, her- but... the hernia is nowhere at least two feet away from that spot. Maybe not two feet. Maybe it's because the, the G,
0: you have to go in like above the, oh shit. I just was showing the fucking thing to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> <What
1: a moron. laughs> I don't think it was legible, but I could be wrong. Uh, if that's what a robotic hernia I surgery that? looks like, then. Really? It's
0: bad though, right? Yeah. Are you destroying it? Yep. Are you going to eat it?
3: This is going nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) I like that he
0: wouldn't even let me get the piece of paper back. Yeah, I don't
3: know about
0: this. Here's what I'll tell you. Uh, Is that the last thing anyone in the world should want is for somebody to... to... Oh, no. I can't say all that. Can I say that without giving it away? It's
3: going to be... No. What's
0: Jimmy's worst characteristic other than his body? We just talked about it. He was wearing it in the picture. Attention Uh, to detail. His clothes. Yeah. His clothes are... Are awful. He has no respect oh, for himself. Oh, I think yeah. I know what you're saying. He wears old, weathered, terrible clothing. Mm-hmm. It has to do with that. Yeah, own, but I anyway. think they. Uh, yeah, yeah, don't don't bring it I'm up. Not. I, I'm not saying it because it shouldn't be said. Yeah. Yeah, the bit where you say something that I asked yeah. you not to say into the microphone moments after is not a good bit, of it, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I, I think what we're trying to say is
5: get better, Jim. Yeah, get yeah. better, Jim. Yeah.
0: and uh, hopefully we <clears throat> see him soon. And uh, it sounds like he's on the mend, and it also sounds like. Penis is next, so hopefully, hopefully, I hope so. Well, hopefully by next July 21st, there is no third <laughs> anniversary broken penis hoot nanny because the, the penis is fixed.
1: A, if there's a third one, then he needs to see. I'm a fire. Here's what I'm gonna tell you,
0: Jim, and I love you to death, and it would be very difficult <laughs> for me to do. But <laughs> yeah. I, if you don't get your penis fixed in the next calendar year, I feel like I gotta fire you because like yeah. I can't enable that any further. No, he's. It's, for, it's tough love. Yeah. He's the
1: only one that's, like, having to deal with unhealthy things. Like, what? everybody else gets... You ever their... been in the bathroom with me? Well, mm. no, no, no. I'm I saying, deal with unhealthy I'm, I'm things saying, all the time. I'm saying family-wise. Like, everybody else gets their issues fixed. Like, why is he the one that just doesn't get repaired? Because he's lazy. Yeah. I know, but he's just he... He's just lazy, and he'd rather not do
0: it rather than do whatever it takes to get it done. It's not that bad. I mean, it's... it's... Dude, well, this picture, he looks
1: like an ho- a whole new man. Like, he... He is twenty years younger with this picture.
0: I don't know about that, but he doesn't look like a fucking freak show. Like right. he doesn't look like Krang. And I think that everyone should
5: aspire to not look like Krang. Yes. That's a good goal. I think Ant Man's got some feelings he's stirring up right now. Well, because dude, it, it,
1: that that giant bulge of a uh, like Jesus. person coming out of his stomach is. Spend a lot of time looking
4: at it. I love his bulge.
0: Well, I, I also say that Ant Man has spent the most time discussing these events That's out true. of anybody that we know.
3: If you're interested in buying or selling a home, there's only one person you should call, and that's Joe Azer. You can reach him at 571 989 2937. That's 571 989
2: Azer. I know you guys are with me when it comes to my clothes. I love those pants. Those shorts are so comfortable. I love those shorts. They're so comfortable. They've been with me for so long, I just can't get rid of them. Thursday, we got the Fortress Film Society back together. We discuss and review Dottie's movie pick The Long Goodbye from 1973 with Elliot Gould, a Duke-suggested psychological horror film from 2009 titled Triangle, and 1990's dive into the NASCAR world with Days of Thunder starring, of course, Tom Cruise. Uh, We also go over a couple movie headlines that caught our attention and try to figure out what in the hell people want from their entertainment. The movie reviews, very good. All the movie reviews, I feel like it went well. It went over well with everyone. So let's get to those movie headlines and just try and figure out what in God's name are the DC folks doing over there. If you want to become a Chad Duke Show Facebook subscriber, it's
3: very, very easy. Head to the Chad Duke Show on Facebook, hit the Subscriber Hub button, and follow the steps to gain access to the secret supporter group chat and get the bonus show video backlogs.
0: Boys, are you okay with doing a couple headlines sure. before we wrap it up? All right, hit
2: the music, Jim. The, the f- film music? Yeah, I got that. Yes, the
5: film music.
1: Wood. Wood. <laughs> That's my favorite.
5: Business. Um, all right. A couple
0: of uh, notes here, boys. Um, Aquaman lost kingdom just went through its third round of reshoots ah oh, no. i was gonna say
5: you're saying they're threatening to actually release it at some point
3: yeah
0: um <laughs> and you say dude why are you bringing this up well i thought you might be interested as to why they had to reshoot it uh, oh so this movie was supposed to come out before the flash uh-huh. yeah. okay they fucked all that up uh-huh. they had a cameo in this movie shot with michael keaton again as batman they cut that out, and they shot a cameo with Ben Affleck as Batman. Okay. okay. They've now cut both of those out. Cool. Good. Wow. Great. So they had to go back and refilm because they have eliminated Keaton and Affleck as Batman from the shitty Aquaban movie. The The reason why this is noteworthy, <laughs> other than fuck these movies, yeah, Michael Keaton has now been completely cut out of two DC properties as Batman. If you want a point, you're not doing your job right. You 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 have convinced this man to come back and take this role, something he was never going to do, and now you fucked it up twice for no good reason whatsoever, including one of the biggest superhero bombs of all time, The Flash, which is now gross less money officially than the Green Lantern Ryan Reynolds movie, wow. which has been a punchline for I feel like half our lives.
4: I'm glad he got to repave his driveway. I guess, With man. One of those fucking paychecks.
0: Holy shit! Can you can you imagine saying, you know what, we got to cut Michael Keaton out of this? It doesn't make sense, canically or however you say that.
5: Who gives a shit? No one knows what's going on in any of your movies. And I think that's the big thing for me. Like with the amount of, you know, the 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 happy trigger that uh, that Warner Brothers has, you know, especially under the Discovery umbrella. Why are they still trying to make this? Why aren't they just cutting their losses on this instead of reshooting and recutting and reshooting and recutting? over and over again because you've seen what development and production hell does to a movie first off any surprises get leaked immediately uh it, it's the longer it goes on the more likely people are just going to be like eh, whatever yeah. i'm tired of hearing about it and my understanding is that they've been trying to basically reboot the entire dc movie franchise around james guns new oh, vision anyway it. so what does this movie give you if you're going to just throw out Let's say was a, it was a Batwoman, right? Like, yeah. if you're just gonna throw that out, just throw this out. I mean, just move on with Maybe your Maybe because lives.
0: the first one made a giant. I think mean, I'm making that 900 million dollars. I mean, a giant pile of money. That's a long time. I ago. forgot, I forgot it. it was. Do you a, know how bad that movie is, dude? I forget that it exists. <laughs> like, uh, there's a 50 uh, minute uh, scene at the end where they're fighting on a green screen. And I'm like, who the fuck didn't walk out of and this? And movie? I feel so bad. It's not James
4: Wan's fault. He signed Patrick on. Wilson's for, in it. It's he signed. He master. signed on for this bullshit. James Wan is a great movie maker. He's a great fucking director and he's
0: directing patrick wilson
4: yes which She's is his guy yeah,
0: yeah.
5: They've, they've got a uh you know so, symbiosis going they
4: do. so it's not i i don't think it's his fault i know he had signed on to do this so he was contractually obligated we will never see a franchise movie from him again after this and thank god for that malignant, yeah we all win malignant was was amazing wow. and i hope he just makes weird crazy horror shit for well, the rest of his career he might make his own
5: franchise movies still Sure. They just won't I forget. big, he, yeah, he big birthed, established yeah, he, IPs. He first yeah.
4: Saw. He birthed Insidious. And I'm glad, and The Conjuring, and I'm glad that those exist. But I think he's trying to get us far away from... The studios have meddled in the last, I think, four movies that he's made. Uh, he got fucked... Vin Diesel fucked him over with Fast and Furious, even though that one's probably the best of the franchise. Uh, he got fucked over with reshoots for The Conjuring 2. They mm. they completely they made him add in the nun because they didn't like the movie that he had made. They say it was scary. And enough. then and then and, and can you imagine the guy that he probably the, the the most relevant horror director of the last twenty years? And you're just you're telling him no, this isn't scary enough. You have to go and, and add this this other thing, in. Yeah, which has nothing to going. do with the core and, story and, of and, the and entire then, thing. Yeah. yeah. And then you know he he got when when there was still promise behind this franchise, he got the opportunity to direct a superhero movie and. It's such a disaster that he, he just had he had no control over it. So I'm such a huge fan of his. I just hope that he bounces back and, and is, is creatively content in whatever he I'm going to play next.
0: the devil's advocate. The nun grossed $365 million. That is a
5: staggering number.
0: That's an unbelievable That is a number.
5: staggering number for that movie. You know how much
0: it costs? mm Yeah, I was to yeah. nothing. There's no one no in it. That's just free money.
5: Yeah, There's no one in it. Look, man, every once in a while, those fucking
0: suits get it right. I mean, hey. it's just they do. And sometimes, I, I hate to say this, Dottie, I don't mind directors being told no every once in a while because they're all crazy. And they all fucking get lost in their own world. But I So what, you're, what saying you're
5: saying is you've already pre-ordered your tickets for the next Nun movie. I'm going to see the next real.
0: Nun movie. There's nothing wrong with that. The, the right. Nun was bad, but that Nun is horrifying, yeah. especially in yeah. that
4: Conjuring it's, movie. It's effective. Yeah, I mean, it's not like like he he's like, all right, I'll make it scary for you yeah. here. Like I, I think that he did that much better than someone else would, given what he had to work D- with. Is
0: there any chance you look at it like, I'm going to hire a chef and let him know, hey, I don't like mayonnaise. Or, hey, I would appreciate it if you could work something in. That makes. Remember we were at when we were at the tiki place. Remember you were there, Mm -hmm. and the guy said, "What do you like?" And we said, "Well, I like these three ingredients." He's like, "All right, I'll make you a cocktail with those Ah. three ingredients." Is it possible that like you bring in a director that knows what they're doing, but you're like, "Hey, we know a little something about how scary shit is." Could you work this in there too? Yeah, I mean, is there a chance you could add a
5: pinch of cinnamon to this? Yeah, yeah. I
4: just I don't think he's been given the middle ground. I think he's been just dealt a shit hand after shit hand, and, and but then but then he got to make malignant. Which was like, you know, the most out there, yeah, opposite great. movie of what he had been making for the last, at this point, almost 10 years. I'm going to watch Malignant when I get home. It's, <laughs> it's, it's great. If you haven't seen Malignant, you absolutely should. Tor hates it. It's another good reason to watch it.
0: <laughs> um, Your guys aren't going to like this either. It's another superhero story, but there's another reason behind why I'm saying. Oh, uh, no. Blue Beetle is the other movie coming out for DC. We're all excited. Um, I've already bought my tickets for all of us. Do I have to buy tickets
5: for it uh, through the blockchain?
0: Uh, well, it's an interesting question, uh, Goat. If you do, you're buying tickets to the second shortest DC movie of all time. Now, I would ask you, what do you think the runtime is for Blue
4: Beetle, being it is the second shortest? I'm trying to think of what the shortest would be. Superman? What, are we are we going like all all DC? Properties I don't believe forever? so. I can't. Okay, like the, the the current of, of, the, era. Okay, of the the bu- modern era. The, the, I yeah, would the bullshit. Era. Yeah, okay. I'd say since The Dark Knight. All right, so I think Justice League, not the Snyder Cut. Regular Justice League is like two hours, seven minutes. Mm. Uh, the longest, by the way, is the Snyder Cut. Yeah.
0: Four hours and two no minutes. No kidding. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never guess, get that
5: Sunday back. Uh, two hours and two minutes. That's probably the angriest show we've ever done. <laughs> was, oh, yeah. We oh, were yeah. subjected to that. And uh, You have a gas uh, go? Uh, yeah, I was going to say uh, 147. Ooh. It's under two hours. I was going to
0: go 157. The shortest movie of all time is Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. At some point, they changed it to Harley Quinn, semicolon, or colon, Birds of Prey. I didn't know. Oh, not that. Emancipation
5: oh. of Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey on tour with I the Partridge family. no idea.
0: Yes. <laughs> um, one hour, 49 minutes. Blue Beetle, two hours and seven minutes. Okay. They're taking a victory lap. Uh-huh. The Blue Beetle movie is over two hours. Um... If you're talking about scrapping a movie, at least Aquaman is Jason Momoa. And by the way, we made $900 million. How the fuck are they still going to put out a Blue Beetle? And they've gone as far as to say that the Blue Beetle is going to be, it was first supposed to be part of whatever Snyder was doing. Oh. And now they are grandfathering it in to So this is the, n- James this, the,
5: the genesis of the yeah. new DCEU. No cool. fucking
0: idea, and it's, and it's and it's still over two hours, and I just I don't understand when this happened. I I said this to Eric Davis today. The first Mission Impossible I think was an hour and fifty-one minutes, yeah, and it felt like a pretty lengthy movie when I remember watching.
5: Yeah. it. Yeah, they were all in that like the first few were all in that like kind of hour and a half, hour fifty, and then they started to creep up as the uh, as the franchise went on. Help me out, guys. And Dotson, you work in a movie theater. If
0: your movie's longer. That means you get less viewings of it in the theater. Correct. So that means you have to then, if you want it, you have to put it in more theaters. So that drives out other movies out of the theater quicker. Yes. So everything about longer movies, regardless of whether you like them or not, I don't think is healthy for movie theaters because you have less screenings and
4: you have less options. Is that fair to say? And it, and it depends on well, when you're making superhero movies like this, the goal is to be making money, right? So you're right. Like the the new whatever it is, whether it's it's a Scorsese movie or a Coppola movie or whatever, and it's three hours long. It's like, all right, you're not going to make as much. But they're trying to win Oscars, right? Yes. Or their are artistic expression, whatever you want to say. But this this is a cash cow. You are just trying to churn the dollars, and you're you're absolutely right. Yeah, you're not going to fill as many auditoriums if you have this long ass movie. Um, or they're going to blow their load. They're going to put it in four of their auditoriums, and then they're going to be done with it a right. week
0: afterwards. Which is, it, which is what's going to happen. And that's why you saw leading up until Mission Impossible, they were sneaking fucking Indiana Jones out of theaters left and right. I don't know if yeah. you guys saw that yeah. story yeah. in anticipation of this weekend that was coming up. Last story, uh, Tuber and I went to go see Insidious Red Door last week. Mm-hmm. Um it has made $122 million uh, over that, almost $123 million. That feels respectable. Really is. Um, $58 million here, $64.5 million internationally. It has outperformed Insidious Chapter 2 during opening weekend, which was the highest grossing uh, installment in the series okay. history. So it's actually doing better now. with Inflation, who the fuck knows how much right, money tickets Right, right that's good and, I, and I'm, I'm glad because i like the franchise and the first two insidious movies are real good and this is a bad movie um it's real slow not a lot of scares whatsoever and uh, as tuber and i were leaving he i thought you made a sage like point he goes patrick wilson directed this yeah i believe it's his directorial debut correct he said he's gonna take it on the chin for this and it ain't his fucking fault it is a poorly written
4: movie it's written by the guy who wrote can you guess <laughs> I pretended to
5: like it for an hour and a half. <laughs> oh no, not not one of the bad Hall- Halloween, Halloween kills. 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 Yes. Not yeah. ends. No, I still haven't seen ends. Oh, okay. Good, I might
4: good. I might wait till I might I might cross I'm, I'm close enough to a year now. I might just cross that. Cross the year mark of when it came out and then I'll watch it. Just,
5: just yeah, just yeah, hit yeah, it yeah, and yeah. take
4: take the bullet. I'll watch it in November.
5: <laughs> 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 right after Halloween. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what is it? Uh, I mean, holiday's it'll, over <laughs> it'll make you glad that Halloween's past. yeah and yeah.
0: <laughs> it also it's fresh on Rotten Tomatoes I don't know how anyone could have enjoyed that movie uh, the first Insidious made a hundred million dollars so okay. it did way better than that it is the highest grossing Insidious movie so far which is crazy to me because it's probably my least favorite uh, oh, excuse me. The, Insidious,
4: the last key is still the worldwide box office titan, which, by the way, that's a bad movie, too. Yeah. I mean, it ain't like, great. This, yeah. The Red yeah. Door is not good, but I'm, it's not like I'm rooting against it, right? No. Like, I'm glad that it made this money. I'm glad that people are going out to see horror movies in the midst of, you know, Summer blockbuster action franchise town. Yeah, um, as, and, and yeah, Insidious is a franchise movie, but it's not a juggernaut like Mission Impossible, Indiana Jones, whatever. Well,
5: and it's been so, a minute since the last one came out. Yeah, I mean, so. it,
4: it, it picks up where Insidious Two left off, and that yeah. was ten years ago. That was twenty thirteen. Yeah, so I,
0: sixteen million dollar production budget, one hundred and twenty six million dollars at the worldwide
4: box office. And I, I think we should, you know, we we well, should make sure that people know we didn't walk out of this movie like really angry. We were just, I would say like, disappointed. We were just like, yeah. oh, well, that was kind of nothing. But hey, at least we're out at the movies together. Like, yeah, this is
5: nice. I think uh, I did see a headline that they that the Insidious franchise is on indefinite hiatus. I think it was uh, Patrick Wilson and, and James Wan both like said that. They said there's no plans to make another one, which after seeing this one, I was actually kind of disappointed to hear because I felt like this one – we're five movies in and we still don't know anything about Darth Maul you know yeah. it's like what's, no idea What? what is his deal and what's happening and that's the letdown is like oh we're finally going to get more of this
4: guy we're going to understand we're going to spend a lot the best part of that we're first opening the movie door it's going to happen oh. once they're beyond the door that's when all the cool shit is that's, that's where like James Wan's vision comes into play yeah and we didn't get that with this we, we didn't get any of it, really. No. And, and and the most frustrating part about it for me is, like, we had to watch these two characters, the dad and the son, go through and learn about this just like they did in the first movie. And I'm like, guess what? The rest of us, we've already seen this movie. <laughs> so why do we have to relive this We know this
5: Uncle Ben you know I mean? is dead, okay? <laughs> okay? We don't need exactly. to watch Uncle Ben die one more time. It kind of reminded
0: me of first Jurassic World and The uh, uh, Force Awakens, where it's just, oh, you just remade the first movie yeah. in these installments. It's just... It's just later in time So yeah. uh,
4: unfortunately it's not good Yes not Patrick Wilson's fault I, I hope he directs more movies I think that like James Wan and Lee Winnell Produced it so that he had them to kind of Mentor him through it and I hope that He gets a chance to do something else Because I really like the guy um, Doesn't E-Rock like see him in Starbucks Sometimes or something like that? I don't know yeah. he does I'm, I'm very jealous <laughs> I, 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 I think he told me like he they go to the same coffee shop And he's like a really nice guy and everyone kind of knows him I want to be with him Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Around him he looks amazing, by the way. Yeah, yeah. he looks... Like the, all yeah. they both do. The, yeah. r-
0: r- was it Rose Rose Byrne? She looks exactly the same. Everybody looks yeah, exactly. That's also,
4: yeah, not enough of her in this nah, new she's one great. because she's one of the best parts of those first two movies. Like she is, she's stellar. And I hate using the word adorable, but that's what she is. Also, <laughs> and then also the kid kind
0: of sucks, and I I really appreciate uh, the fact they went back and that got, it was the same kid. Yeah, but it's a lot yeah. of his
4: close-ups of his dumb face. <laughs> and his human speaking of right. Jurassic World, he's also the shitty kid in Jurassic World. Is he really? Yeah.
0: Oh my god, the kid with the helmet hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the dumbest
4: haircut. I it's look bad. at the younger kid in Jurassic World. It's the he's wearing a fucking Raiders helmet. And then he's also <laughs> the kid and he so for a while he was just like the the kid in everything. He's in Iron Man 3. <laughs> uh yeah. oh. He's the yeah. is he that kid?
2: He's in where Iron- he crash lands and
4: he helps him back out. Yeah. yeah.
5: Oh. Ah! yeah.
0: <laughs> Iron Man Three or what they should call it. He's not gonna be Iron Man in this movie ever. <laughs>
5: Yes, but that was my biggest complaint about the red door, is that we got
3: just nothing about Nothing. Hey,
0: paint over the red door five seconds after we see
5: it. (laughs) And then it's like, oh,
3: okay, cool. Friendos, head over to the Chad Duke Show on YouTube to get more great shows and segments of the Chad Duke Show and solid dudes with Chad Dukes. That's youtube.com slash
2: chaddukeshow, and make sure to like and subscribe. (laughs) I love doing the Fortress Film Society. The conversations out on there are so thought-provoking. Dottie and Goat mixed in with Dukes. I mean the the three of them going back and forth. I I could sit there and listen to it all day long. But tonight we have a big one. 7 p.m. live for everybody. We're gonna be broadcasting on Facebook and YouTube at the same exact time. It's the Broken Penis Anniversary Sword Show Hootin. I think that's all of it. There's gonna be inflatables that are gonna be in the shape of, you can probably guess cutting devices hot dogs how do you go wrong and again that's 7 p.m tonight live and free for absolutely everybody thank you guys so very much for checking out the show i do greatly appreciate it i also would appreciate it if you go and support all of our sponsors go visit money monk at monk's barbecue in percival virginia or check him out at monk's on the farm flying ace farm in Virginia. Realty questions, Joe Azer, he's our guy, 571 989 Azer, 571 989 2937. And if you're feeling a little sleepy, you should go to don'tsleepenergy.com, use the Dukes promo for 10% off your entire order. If you're not regularly visiting the Chad Dukes YouTube channel, you really should. There's so much extra content on there. I made my first show debut on there last night, which was just a ton of fun. But if you want to keep up with the show itself, www.chaddukeshow.com. Links to all the sponsors, the shop. You can get all your merch. We're going to have a special shirt available only during the Hoot Nanny tonight. So be sure to grab yourself one of those during the show. Down at the bottom are all the socials. Twitter, it's at Chad Dukes. Instagram, at Chad Duke Show. Facebook.com slash the Chad Dukes Show. And YouTube.com slash Chad Dukes Show. I appreciate you guys so very much. I hope to see you out at Commonwealth Dry Goods tomorrow for all the Harid Airboy merch drop. And if the good Lord is willing and the creeks don't rise, I'll see you back here tonight on the Hootin' Annie. Roll out the Eat Airboy!